everybody. This is Jamie. And this is Mandy. And we're from Garbo's, Garbo's Daughter. Daughter. And this is our top 10 favorite 45s for Pop Shifter Online Magazine. You may be asking yourself, how in the world did you narrow it down to only 10? Well, it was very difficult, and this is by no means a complete list, no. but what we tried to do was gather our favorite singles, uh, influential, weird, wonderful things that have just been key in inspiring us in our band, and just things we talk about all the time, and yes. totally geek out over in our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, you've probably read our well-thought-out and intellectual reviews <laughs> of the singles on the website already, so now it's time. It's time for the silly. Time for the silliness, time to expose the giddy truth of our fandom. So let's get started. All right. Okay, so our first selection is <laughs> definitive proof that we are total nerds. Total nerds. It's uh, Rex Smith, uh, 70s teen idol. Um, you may know the A-side, You Take My Breath Away, big hit for Rex. Um, if you haven't heard the song, we'll go ahead and do a little exclusive to Pop Shifter. Rendition, Garbo's Daughter rendition of the song. Are you ready, Jamie? I'm ready. All right. One, two, three, four. You, I don't know what to say. You take my breath away. All right, enough of that. The B-side uh, is called Better Than It's Ever Been Before, and it's the quote-unquote rocker of the uh, soundtrack. Um, you want to tell them about the scene, Jamie? Um, this is the pivotal scene in the movie where our heroine, Jessie Walters, played, played by, by Denise, Denise Miller, a uh, 13-year-old, precocious, funny, sweet girl, goes to the mall one day and gets more when she, than she bargained for whenever she gets a makeover <laughs> that makes her appear to be 16 years old, yeah. and she comes across the Sky Band playing a little... A food court performance <laughs> type thing. Um, and she's completely beguiled by Michael Sky, Sky the singer, yeah. played by Rex Smith. Yes. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, it's on DVD. You can check it out. Um, Rex was in a band yeah, aptly uh -oh. titled Rex beforehand. Yes. And, uh, they should have been called Rex as in W-R-E-C-K-S or S-U-C-K-S because they stunk so bad. Yeah, they were we pretty really awful. Tried. We really tried to get into their two albums. And um, it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, uh, just rock cliches all over the place. Yeah, the, pretty much there's the one good song, it. the title track from the second album. Where do we go from here? Really good song. But other but than that, the, the records good. are just good for eye candy yes. because Rex was quite a piece. Yes. But <laughs> he was a foxy guy. But um, anyway, here it is. We're the Sky Band, and, and it's, it's better, better than, than it's, it's ever, ever been, been before.
Smith with Better, Better Than, than it's, it's Ever Been, been Before. Before. And you know he loved it, don't lie. Don't lie. <laughs> uh, next up we have uh, a Buddha single from 1969, uh, Vic Venus. The A-side was Moonflight, backed with Everybody's, Everybody's on Strike. strike. Uh, the A-side, uh, Vic Venus, was the pseudonym for a New York DJ named Jack Spector. It's a cute little funny number, um, just a little Q&A between Vic Venus and all these uh Guess bubblegum astronauts. <laughs> they respond in clips from all of the um, great bubblegum Buddha hits. Buddha yeah. hits. <laughs> and, uh, but the real treasure of it is the B-side, which is um, just a little mystery. Uh, probably a bunch of uh, studio musicians got together and they just threw this on the B-side. Everybody's on strike. And it's a really soul-stomping ass-shaker of yeah, a song. It's, yeah, it's really great. Guarantee you on get the you dance dancing. Floor. Yeah. Uh, we bought this record when we went on our first record shopping Very trip first. together <laughs> at um, Orange Tree Antiques in Orlando. Orlando. We just started digging through the 45s boxes for treasure. And digging for gold. <laughs> <laughs> we found... This Buddha Records single we'd never heard of before, so we took a gamble on it, and we're really glad we did. Yeah, it's a great one. So here you go. This is Everybody's Everybody's on on Strike.
Vic Venus with Everybody's on Strike. Next up, we have The Arrows. This is their 1974 single, Touch Too Much. And it has, on the flip, We Can Make It Together. And The Arrows, of course, probably best known for I Love Rock and Roll, which you may or may not have heard Joan Jett's version. And if not, you're definitely familiar with Britney's version. Great. And uh, (laughs) I Love Rock and Roll was written by bassist vocalist Alan, Alan Merrill and Jay Cooker, who's who a guitarist. guitarist, and uh, the drummer was Paul Nigel Tufnell Varley, and uh, the rumors are true, everyone. Uh, I asked Alan himself, and uh, uh, Paul Varley was a big influence on Christopher Guest when uh, he was creating the Nigel Tufnell character for Spinal Tap, so if you look up on YouTube, there's lots and lots of great Arrows videos. You can kind of check it out, and the resemblance is... Uncanny. It's ridiculous. You gotta see it to believe it. Anyway, Touch Too Much is the song we're gonna play for you. It's a Chin Chapman tune. It's a very sexy glitter number that we're really fond of. So here you go Touch Too Much by the Arrows. All right. To the bottom of my toes Shaking all over like nobody knows With your head on my shoulder And your hand on my knee Loosen up, baby, now mama can't see All I can do is hold on tight And make it together all through the night Mama don't mind what mama don't see It's getting so hot that you're burning me I wanna touch too much of your tender love Touch too much of your good Well, it ain't easy to figure out the way I feel Somehow, honey, it don't seem real Can it the fire of my desire Now the flames of love burn high and high Every little word you say to me
have the, the Paley, Paley brothers. brothers. Jonathan and Andy, two of our very favorite guys in the world. They recorded a self-titled LP on Sire Records. Yes, 1979. And these guys worked with the Ramones. They did a cover of Richie Valens' Come On, Let's Go. Yes, and it's on, on the, the Rock, Rock and Roll High School, school soundtrack. soundtrack. So you might know them from that, if not from their record, which if you don't know their record, definitely get great that. Great pop record. Great. Absolutely great. Um, also, we have to mention <laughs> that Jonathan and Andy are very cute. Kind of cute, I guess. And uh, we refer to their collective presence as the Paley Vortex. I like to keep the record at the front of my stacks, and uh, we would just, from time to time, find ourselves kind of uh, staring at it, it's, you know? It's, 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 it's hypnotic. Yeah, yeah it, it sucks you in. And so, uh, no one is safe from the Paley Vortex. Take it from us. If you're afraid of it, avoid it. But don't avoid it. Get it, get it, get it. <laughs> so here you go. Here's You're the Best by the, the Best, best the yeah. Paley Brothers. Paley Brothers. I was searching for perfection. I never looked in your direction.
That was the Paley Brothers with You're the Best. Thanks, I try. <laughs> you are the best, Jamie. No, you're the best, Mandy. No, you're the best. This next girl is the absolute best. Twinkle. Twinkle. Now, what could a female singer-songwriter from the 60s possibly have in common with the Sex Pistols? Hmm, do tell. They were both banned by BBC. That's right. Twinkle's best known for her 1964 hit, the controversial death disc, Terry. No one can see you putting finger quotations around death disc, Mandy. Oh, darn, I forgot. Anyway, Twinkle wrote lots of great songs throughout the 60s and early 70s. We're going to play a song off of her 1969 single, the A-side, Mickey, which uh, the B-side, Darby and Joan, is equally as wonderful, too, so definitely check that out if you get a chance. Um, this single was released on Instant Records, which was a subsidiary of Andrew Luke Oldham's immediate, immediate. label. Um, she teamed up with Mike Diabo from Man for Man for this one, and it's a great, great, great single. Twinkle was just a very unique and genuine voice for female singer-songwriters, and we really love her, so we hope you enjoy this. This is Mickey, Mickey by Twinkle. All right. Joey penned and sang on lots of the uh, 
greatest bubblegum classics, uh, Yummy, 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 Chewy, Chewy, Down at Lulu's, Lulu's, all kinds of stuff. He wrote, I enjoy being a boy for the banana Banana splits, splits. Gimme, Gimme, Good Lovin', lots of good stuff. He has that unmistakable voice. Unmistakable. Proto-punk, bratty, snotty. Yeah. Joey Ramone took his stage name in honor of Joey Levine, so there you go. Yep. Uh, Also, uh, Joey wrote lots of the most recognizable and well-known commercial jingles. Trust the Gordons, Fisherman. Just for the taste of it. Diet Coke. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts. Mounds don't because. Sometimes you feel like a... Sometimes you... So you get the gist of it. He's a, he's a pretty talented guy. Um, he released a lot of records under different pseudonyms and lots of different band names like Bohana, Up and Adam, Gideon, Rock Candy Mountain, Reunion, which big hit with uh, Life is a Rock and the Radio Rolled Me. Um, this single... Come on, my baby, backed with Becky and Joe. He released under his own name. Great, great song. We're going to play Come On My Baby for you. The Fevers from Minnesota did yes. a really great cover of this. Absolutely. They're one of the best bands in recent memory that I yes. can think of, Absolutely. and you should check them out. Hi, Travis. <laughs> anyway, here's Come On My Baby by Joey Levine. All right. Sparks. Um, he also produced tons of records. Paley Brothers. Paley Brothers record. And the Quick, Mondo, Mondo Deco. Deco by The Quick, one Which of our favorites. Um, 
Anyway, um, Earl also recorded two EPs just as an artist in his own right, and um, this was a single that was released on the Exhibit J label, which was an imprint of Bomp that was run by John Hewlett from John's, John's Children, Children and Duke. Duke. Um, this song has to be heard to be believed. Yeah. Um, it's basically, the best way to describe it is this was what it would sound like if an indigenous tribe in the Congo decided to record a power pop yeah. record. <laughs> um, but you be the judge for yourself. This is Mau Mau by, by Earl Mankey. Some more off the wall 
you know, things that people wouldn't hear every day. This is not one of them, no. but this <laughs> this is a song that looms large in our yes, legend. Absolutely. Um, contrary to the popular belief that Mandy and I met online. We might as well come clean now. Yeah, um, this may destroy our good girl bubblegum yes. image completely, but Mandy... But we were actually prison pen pals. Yes, we were both um, serving rather lengthy sentences. We both stalked Nick Lowe, yeah, and um, we bonded over that. Admit, when we were in the slammer, wrote back and forth, <laughs> we couldn't wait to get out, and as soon as we did, we grabbed two guitars and sat down in Mandy's living room, and we figured out Nick Lowe's Cruel, cruel to, to Be Kind... kind. Oh, and that was so cruel to us, Nick, but you were worth every minute of <laughs> our sentences. Anyway, um, so apparently years and years ago when we were just girls, long before we knew each other, Mandy and I both saw the Cruel to be Kind yes. video, and um, we both wanted to marry Nick Lowe. Quite we fell in love with Very him. jealous of Carlene Carter. <laughs> and um, His brown suit, and his salt, salt and pepper, pepper hair. Oh, oh, just dream boat material. <laughs> to this day, um, I'd still marry Nick Lowe. Absolutely. I think it's safe to say he's the only man alive yeah, that can come between us. So, feel free to <laughs> sing along. Here you it's go. Cruel it's to Cruel be to be Kind. kind. Self up. 
one Ramones song to put on here, so we decided to just slip in as many Ramones references yeah. as possible. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, we have Artful Dodger, uh, hailing from Virginia. Uh, they're probably the biggest should-have-beens of 70s rock. Totally. An awesome, awesome band. Put out four amazing records. Um, they were they did pretty well around Cleveland, yeah. uh, the Agora scene, that whole thing, but they never really got their due, and it's such a shame. Yep, we're quite fond of uh, the lead singer Billy Palacelli. He um, sounds a lot like Rod Stewart, kind of marries the Rod Stewart-Steve Marriott thing. But so we have the whole thing about Southern Power Pop that's got a little something special about it, that extra warmth and uh, sincerity that Definitely. sometimes is missing from other things. But uh, uh, yeah, this song is A Girl La La La. The B-side is... I Don't Want to See Her. <gasps> I don't want to see you either. Oh, wait, never mind. But, um, yeah, it's a great single off of their 1980 album, Rave On, which was their last album. Uh, we found this album at Orange Tree Antiques. I found it. Uh, my mom bought it for me. <laughs> it was the only Artful Dodger record I didn't have, so we got to hear it together and yeah. get into it, and yeah. we literally danced around the living room to this. Millions and millions no and millions of times. <laughs> great, great song. Um, Mandy actually... Uh, has a story to tell about Billy Palacelli, the yeah, lead singer of Dodger. Yeah, somehow, through means that I will keep secret, <laughs> um, I found out Billy Palacelli's phone number and called him over the summer. She obviously <laughs> hasn't learned her lesson from the Nick Lowe oh, incident. Well, live and learn, I guess. But uh, uh called him up and just said hello to him. He's really nice and kind of put up with my, you know, silliness for a minute and a half or so. <laughs> but, uh, uh, we're going to play for you A Girl La La La, which, uh, again, check out on YouTube. There's a great video for this. Lots of great Artful Dodger videos. It really captures the energy and um, engaging yeah, very performance band. of the band. Absolutely. Lots of audience participation, so look that up. Yep. Anyway, here's, here's A Girl, girl La La La. la.
was the wonderful Artful Dodger with A Girl La La La. We're done to the final song on our countdown. Yes, yeah, saving the best for last. Uh, uh, like a lot of you out there, we're sure, uh, half of the fun for us of getting into bands and getting into music is learning about the people behind the music, their personalities and their relationships and friendships and what makes them tick and everything. We're and, uh, really big on reading lots of books about music and yes. watching rock and roll documentaries and we wish that there was more material yes. out there on these guys because we adore them so yes, much. Yes, we definitely lost our minds a little bit over these guys. It's a Dwight Twilley and Phil Seymour, the Dwight Twilley band. Um, Dwight and Phil were from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa boys. They met in line to see a hard day's night, night when they were still in high school and they became instant friends and went home that day and started making music together. Yeah. And uh, yeah. like John and Paul, they yeah. were two people who were put on this earth to make music together. Definitely a musical magic. partnership that was very magical and very fruitful and put out wonderful songs. It, they worked together for 10 years and even when they were still teenagers they were putting out their own acetates and recording their own demos. Yes. Uh, the TAC tapes, if you dig around online yeah. long enough you can find them. Yes, they're, really they're fantastic. wonderful. When they were still recording is Oyster. Yes. And um, they put out two albums uh, Sincerely and Twilly Don't Mind. And uh, uh, we've spent ridiculous <laughs> amounts hours. of time, you know, just discussing these guys and watching videos and everything. And uh, we're going to play a song for you off of their first record, Sincerely. This is You Were So Warm. And um, Phil does lead vocals on this yes. on this track. Um, Dwight and Phil always sang together with one of them taking leads, and they had a great vocal blend. Their voices are so different and both so beautiful. Yes, definitely. It works really well. Phil is... Our, Our favorite, favorite singer, singer ever. It's He's whole, amazing. It's that whole Southern power pop thing. Yes. You were so warm, quite apt. They had a very warm sound to them. Um, the B-side to this single was the title track off of Sincerely, yes. and Dwight Twilley sings lead on that one. So check that, check that one, one out, out definitely. Too. Um, <laughs> if you notice on the sleeve art, they're wearing their scarves because yes. they are so warm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and you can also, you know, recognize the fact that these poor boys probably would have been huge if they had just been a little bit good unfortunate looking. really kind <laughs> anyway, of uh, you were so warm features their longtime friend and collaborator bill, bill Pick, pick the four yeah on guitar really wonderful jangly birds yeah he's a great great this. guitar player and so here you go here's You're, you were, were so, so warm, warm by dwight twilly band you were so
Anyway, that was Dwight Twilley Band with You Are So Warm. Uh, That brings us to the end of our Pop Shifter podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed yourself and all songs. Uh, Thank you to Leslie. Uh, We love you, Leslie. Thank you for letting us share. Share if I could turn back time. We were going to do Believe, but Neil Young stole my vocoder back in the early 80s. Fortunate for you, unfortunately unfortunately for for him. him. (laughs) Anyway, um, check out our MySpace at www.myspace.com slash Garbo's Daughter. We're going to leave you with our newest recording. It's a song called Ricky. Ricky. We hope you like it. Go check out the MySpace. Add us. Let us know what you think. And And, uh, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.